0: Hey! Didn't take that long. Okay. but What's up, everybody? I want to welcome you guys to um, WCW to a new episode of WCW US Wrestling Revisit. It's Cannon Shaquille Cole Seapers subbing, and I am your host on the show. And with me is the the Iceman, Jared J, Jared J D
1: Giorno. You got it. Close enough. That's <laughs> <laughs> a It's tonight, everybody. On... Usually, usually, however, I'm running things here. But the last uh, little while, how I've been stepping back on the Tuesday night duty and letting the uh, loose cannon, let's just say, run things here.
0: On tonight's we show, we are gonna we are gonna, we are gonna right. talk about last night's Raw. and to an extent, Saturday night's AEW.
1: Yes. And boy, oh boy, both shows came off very interesting this week, however, especially uh, AEW, after what went down Saturday night. Boy, that was just brutal. Brutal is not... Oh, yeah. I mean, especially what happened in that main event. I mean, my goodness, it it was a mauling. Well...
0: <laughs> Ain't that an understatement?
1: I mean, because I, I told, did not expect
0: uh, a squash.
1: Yeah, I told Danny earlier today. It reminded me of, and you'll laugh at this though, and I think everyone will too. It reminded you almost of like Rocky three, the first match between Clover Lane and Rocky Balboa. In this case, Rocky was playing Cody, however, with his manager Mickey, played by Arn Anderson, and of course, Clover came in uh, Brody Lee, no manager except his uh, squad, the Dark Order. And uh, after, like, maybe two minutes, I mean, it turned out to be just an absolute, just thorough ass-kicking, shall we say. And it was ugly. It was very, very ugly to watch. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. I mean, that was just one of the uh, many interesting, uh, let's just say, unique things that went on on Saturday night. We also had uh, some other things that went down, including, uh, we now know that once again, Jericho and Cody have, or Jericho, excuse me, not Jericho and Cody, Jericho and and, Cassidy now. Oh, it's Cassidy.
0: Cassidy
1: Have a Mimosa Mayhem match, which Hmm. is going to have the loser thrown into a vat of OJ and champagne, if you will. We got uh, Moxley and John Moxley, the Paradigm Shift, which, according to a certain person who is taking on the mocks, if you will, a certain moron, jackass fool who is running (laughs) his stupid yapper, as I say all the time, thinking he's going to walk out of Jacksonville with that gold around his waist and his entourage of Wardlow and his campaign manager, Nina, who is a stupid blonde Barbie plastic doll. And his <laughs> entourage. <laughs> he thinks he's going to walk out of there with that title? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. MJF, you stupid maroon jackass. Well, you think just because you have Warlord, just because you have Nia, just because you have your campaign squad, campaign saying, oh, that John Moxley's not the right guy and he's the wrong guy Are as you champion, know. you think you're going to walk Are out, out of there as champion? Yeah. Yeah. You might be lucky to walk out of there as champion, however, because of your boyfriend, Warlow, and your entourage, including that blonde Barbie, Nina. But guess what? Moxie might have a surprise for you. He's already laid you out a couple times. Plus, I mean, we know this week, I mean, we got a big, big match that has some serious ramifications involving the AEW Tag Team House. We got probably the hottest team right now in all of AEW. And no, I'm not talking about the best friends of the box, folks. No, 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 no although those are the two, two good teams, I'm talking about a certain FTR with Tully Blanchard. And if I'm Omega and Page right now, I would be very worried about Dash and Cash as they look to cash in and hopefully take away the titles that Omega and Page have had for some time. Oh, yeah. I mean, plus we got, uh, apparently, there's reports going on that we're going to have uh, Hakura Shida, the very... Uh, unique warrior of the AEW1's division, hopefully not looking to, let's just say, wilt and get rained upon by Thunder Rosa, who made her impact last week and said that she'll challenge Sheeta. And uh, there's also talk that everyone's spirit dentist, Miss Adam Cole, soon-to-be Brick Baker from my neck of the woods, however, taking on Big Swole. And somebody ought to shut up that stupid, blonde-ass bitch. Because I am tired of hearing, saying, I'm a dentist, and I know what you want, Howard. and I'm a role model. Here's the thing, Britt Baker, as I've said many times over on every show, to quote Chris Jericho, please, shut the hell up for once, okay? Sit, <laughs> shut up. You don't know when to shut up. But speaking of which, we now focus on Raw. A lot went down last night, including a rewrite of the show. And you're asking, what do you mean? Well, we'll tell you what we mean. Apparently, Vince last night arrived at the show at 7 o'clock and basically was working on the show till 9 o'clock or a little after 9 because apparently they didn't have everything written down on paper. And, uh, whoa, hold on a minute. I got some breaking news coming in here. Listen to this, folks. Are you ready for this one? Uh Uh-oh. According to reports, Pro Wrestling Sheet is reporting that Stu Barrett is going to be joining NXT this week. Apparently, I don't know if it's a full-time deal or just a one-night deal, however, but apparently Bad News Barrett will be returning to the WWE for one night this Wednesday night, tomorrow night, folks, on NXT
0: might be on commentary.
1: So, yes, he will be on commentary. Yes, he will be on commentary. Hmm. He, I guess he's filling in for tomorrow because tomorrow last week wasn't there because he was taking care of family issues in Canada being with his family, so I guess he'll join uh, probably Vic and uh, probably Beth uh, tomorrow night on commentary. Yeah, but yeah, here's what they said oh. about the whole Vince thing. Yes. As previously reported, last night's episode of Raw went through heavy, significant last-minute rewrites. Dave Meltzer reported more details on what took place backstage on this morning's episode of Wrestling Observer Radio. According to Meltzer on today's Observer Radio, McMahon did order the creative team to make many changes in the morning by phone. After he flew in for the show late in the afternoon early evening, he made it to the arena around 7 p.m., and he made additional changes to the show. Meltzer stated that the final script for the show was not complete until after 9 o'clock, As a result, the script for last night's Raw apparently wasn't finished until it was about already an hour into the broadcast, believe it or not. Uh, Meltzer continued in response to Alvarez's comments, Brian Alvarez that is. It's not like he came in at 7, tore up the whole show. They changed some things after 7, but it was mostly changed during the day. For clarification, an earlier report from PW Insider mentioned, Teller that WWE officials pretty much, quote, ripped up the entire show at around 7.20 p.m., 40 minutes before showtime. Based on Meltzer's uh, account, McMahon didn't rip up the whole show less than 40 minutes before the broadcast start, but asked for most of the changes earlier in the day. Meanwhile, however, the rest of the script was reportedly changed and completed after he arrived to the TV's tapings. As previously noted, however... WWE did film a number of segments for Raw Underground last night that were scrapped before the show made it to the air, including the Dolph Ziggler-Ivar affair. Meltzer indicated the Raw Underground segments that were scrapped, however, were shot earlier in the day before Prince made the call to remove them, including the Ivar-Ziggler match. Some segments did still make the show. What do we make of this?
0: Hmm. That is pretty damn interesting, because... I feel like Raw Underground is probably the, one of the things I would be looking forward to every week now.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And now, like, this whole... Now, where are we going with the Viking Raiders against the Hurt Business? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
0: of course, we got talk. Man, about... Good. And are we really surprised that they changed the show? They changed the show at the last minute. Are you really surprised?
1: No,
0: yeah. yeah. not at all. Oh yeah, not surprised at all. Especially with Ron now being in the Thunderdome. It is pretty interesting that they made a few changes, but like yeah. I felt like RAW was kind of a bit, a bit wacky. Some good, some bad. Um, oh by the way, like during that guys, Ford match, yeah. can I just say, Demi Burnett looks like look like what we call nowadays. A smoke show. Yes.
1: She's been on a lot lately over the last three or four weeks. She really has. Mm-hmm. And we know that Selena has not been very impressed with her because she's been telling Garza to get his head in the game, and of course, we saw last night Selena had her own agenda to deal with, of course, teaming up with the Moronics against uh, Bianca and uh, Ruby and I guess uh, Liv last night. I the-
0: guess Oh yeah, I actually like that dynamic between the Riot Squad and um Bianca Belair. I actually like it, and I hope they keep teaming up with each other. I hope they do. I do. I mean, up. not I too often, but at the same time, maybe like occasional um multi woman matches. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
1: And were we surprised at all that Retribution showed up and beat the crap out of Ray and Dominic while Seth and Murphy ended up staying up on the stage laughing and smirking their way, literally, at the end of last night?
0: Nah, I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah, me either.
0: What? And I told John this on his um live last night. I have three candidates on who was the leader of Retribution. And I have an NXT candidate, a Raw candidate, and a SmackDown candidate. And based, and based on what happened la- the last couple of nights, I think my picks are getting a little bit more traction.
1: Please let us know who they are.
0: All right, for NXT, I think I'll, I've been hearing some rumblings that it could be Champa. As far as SmackDown goes, based on his actions, at before the end of the show, I'd say Roman Reigns, and then hell, maybe last night, I'd say maybe it's Seth Rollins that could be the Raw leader of retro, of the Raw. I think Retribution might be separated in like maybe three chapters. Raw chapter, SmackDown chapter, NXT chapter.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that, however. I've been hearing uh, the same thing, too. I've been hearing, uh, like I said, however. Uh, Like I said, I've been hearing, uh, what have I been hearing? I've been hearing, uh, what have I been hearing? Uh, Like I said, however. I've been hearing on NXT, it could be however, like I said, however. Uh, As far as the Raw chapter goes, how I've been hearing Rollins too, but I've also been hearing possibly Aleister Black is one. Hmm. SmackDown. Yeah, especially after what happened last night with the whole KO show debacle. It's a possibility. Oh. I almost Uh, forgot
0: about Aleister Black.
1: Yep. Uh, SmackDown, I think everyone's saying it could be Roman. Very good possibility. Somebody threw
0: out the the Miz's name as a possible leader of Retribution.
1: I think I was the one that said it because I said uh, he's been uh, basically however, like I said, he the last couple of weeks, however, he's always arriving late the last minute of some things, however, and it makes sense though. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, and then as far as... Uh, we also got as far as the as uh, hard and as far as the smack uh, like I said the raw brand I'm, the NXT brand I'm tossed I'm tossed up between uh, basically anywhere between uh, oh this is so cute my one friend uh, put a picture of her the baby online a picture of this I guess this took place uh, last night, hour.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, like I said, uh, and the, as far as NXT goes, I've been hearing anywhere between Ciampa, but I, was, I keep going back to this one, Dominic Diakovik. Learned a lot about him, mm. you know. So,
0: and, and funny there, enough, funny. I almost—funny enough, I almost thought Dominic Dijakovic was going to be one of Seth Rollins' new disciples because right now his disciple. His modern day uh, Ministry of Darkness stable is thinning, between AOP being quarantined in another country, Austin Theory with his um scandal with the with a teen girl, and it's just now Seth and Murphy.
1: Well, speaking of Austin Theory, I mean we've heard it. they said at some point he might come back, but does he come back? That's the thing.
0: Exactly. Now it's a matter of if, if he comes back.
1: If he same, I mean, he's like in the same boat, almost like the Velveteen Dream is right now. He's kind of uh, right now. His future is looking very, very uh, questionable at best. Mhm. And then, like we said this week, we got some big matches coming up on Dynamite. I mean, I'm looking at the list right now. I mean, obviously, however, after what happened, however, like I said, however, I guess I'm. Now here we got uh, the Natural Nightmares versus the Bucks versus the Best Friends in FTR in a four-way. The contract signing, however, between Moxley and MJF, Matt and Sammy, the table which, personally, in my opinion, however, should have been, basically, however, uh, done it all out. Uh, Jericho will be returning to the headset. Mr. Brody Lee and his big TNT championship celebration. I mean, that's the big question right now. Who's gonna stop the Dark Order right now? I mean that's Danny this today. Who's gonna stop these guys right now? Especially after the way Lee just mauled right through Brody Lee like a knife through butter the other night. Then and then
0: also you forward. had um the Dark Order take out natural nightmares. You had you had Anna J choke out Brandy, and they also yep, took on out Art Anderson. Anderson.
1: It was choked out. Yep. I mean, this
0: and is a I very. Th- yeah. yeah, it's a very dangerous stable. And I feel like if there is any time for the. You. That Dark Order could run rough shot and have all the fucking gold in AEW, I think now would be the perfect time. Or just wait till you get a solid audience, A full audience again to have that happen.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think uh, Brody Lee at one point almost did have a chance to go after that belt, if you remember.
0: Right. And then it took, like, a paradigm shift through the damn ramp, and then a chokehold to beat him. Yeah. But now my question is, if Brody Lee would already have the TNT title, who in the dark order would, would be world champion?
1: Well, Brody's got the TNT title right now. Maybe Cole Cabana.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh, boom, boom, Cabana. It's a possibility.
0: Ah. I like that.
1: Yes. And I'm looking here. We got Utah leading by five almost at halftime. We got the Clippers in Dallas tonight. And we just saw this afternoon announced officially the Blazers have confirmed Damian Lillard, Dillard, will not play tomorrow. It's night or he has a sprain after what happened last night. And talking about last night, I mean Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he's... down last night. Oh wow. Avoided. It. Yeah, he's out for tomorrow night. He can go. I'm watching the replay right now. Yeah, he really. When he, when he before he shot it, how you could just tell he twisted it, and it wasn't that good. It happened late in the third quarter last night, but. Boy, were the Lakers on fire last night again? They were just on fire. When, when I mean, LeBron was on his game, AD was on his game. The Lakers were trying to come together. And right now, if I'm a Milwaukee or if I'm even a Houston right now, I'd be very, very careful not to mess with this team. We thought the Lakers were dead and buried two months ago. All of a sudden, they've caught fire here lately, and they're looking good.
0: Yeah, Dame Dollar woke up the Lakers, and how fitting that on on Black or Kobe Day. They brought that Mamba mentality and just had their way with Portland. And also, I do want to say that in honor of the Usos' birthday recently, mm-hmm. for Alex, Car- on behalf of Alex Caruso, I'd like to say this. Damian Lillard, welcome to the Caruso Penitentiary.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. No
0: doubt about it. uh, Oh, by the way, I just got news on my um, YouTube that the Yankees uh, Braves opener tonight is postponed, and they're going to have a traditional doubleheader tomorrow starting at 410. Okay. I mean, for me as a Yankees fan, I'm just like, all right, what's one more what's one extra day off to us? Because Akers Ever played since like Thursday. We were supposed to play the Butts. Yep. And then they had a couple people with the coronavirus and then they're trying to um, and I think they were trying to um, get their doubleheader off today as well. Yep. Oh, actually, the Mets are playing right now.
1: Yeah, they're in Miami tonight. They're playing actually in Miami tonight. Wait, and, they're in uh, Miami? Yes, they're playing the Mons at 8-10. Seth Lugo will be pitching against Trevor Rogers. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Right now. Yo, I thought they would have been back in Queens already.
1: Yeah, I thought so too. No, uh, the, uh, yeah, the Yankees, yeah, the, uh, Tanaka's pitching tomorrow, the first game actually, in that game tomorrow. will be on TV at 4 o'clock.
0: Oh, so Tanaka's pitching game one. So would the yes, Yankees tomorrow. go with an opener?
1: Yeah, the Yankees are postponed tonight, but they pushed that to tomorrow, and I'm looking here at the games right now. Yeah, because, uh,
0: like, Cole was supposed to start tonight.
1: Yeah, so I would Cole think... would start. I'm, I'm thinking Cole will start game two tomorrow, probably with it being a doubleheader, unless he pushed to push back to th- Thursday or Friday. But, yeah, uh, Yankees yeah, are start, off Thursday. Yeah, it's true, but they could, Bill, uh, that's true. They could maybe, well, it depends on what happens Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's a good point. I'm looking at it now. You're right. And then the Pirates will in Chicago for the next two days. They play the White Sox tonight and tomorrow afternoon. And then they go to St. Louis. They play Friday. Friday, however, it's the Battle of New York, New York, however. But J.A. Happ is supposed to pitch, however. And the Pirates
0: have Actually, been from the what I read, um, yeah. Montgomery is supposed to start Game 1 on Friday. And then... Um... And then Game Two might be an opener, and then Hap starts on s- Saturday. So we're gonna play like okay. two double headers this weekend.
1: Oof! Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I see Jordan Montgomery's pitching. Yeah, I look at it right now. I just saw it on ESPN. Yeah. Well, it's funny. The Pirates have a makeup game in uh, St. Louis on off uh, freaking Thursday afternoon. Then they go to Milwaukee starting on Friday. So Bro, the man.
0: amount of teams that's got f- a lot of makeup games, and we have like over a month left in the season is. Crazy. Yep.
1: Yeah. Well, looking at the standings right now, as of tonight, I mean, the Yanks are only a half game out first behind the Rays. Uh, Actually, the I think are, by
0: winning percentage we're in first, but right now the Rays are up three to one on the Orioles.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Twinkies are up two and a half on the Tribe. The uh, A's are up three on Houston in the standings in the National League. Let's see. The Braves are. A game and a half up on Marlins. The Mutts are three games back. Chicago's three clear St. Louis. We're nine games out, seven and seventeen. But the Dodgers, man, I'm telling you, they're looking good right now. Twenty two and eight, man. They're playing good ball right now. They might be the hottest team oh, in baseball yeah. right now. I mean they've won they're off to a real fast start here and they're four clear San Diego right now. And if I'm uh like I said, uh, I said, Atlanta or even Chicago, I would not want to face them in the first round right now if they keep playing the way they're playing. Oh, yeah. And then we got college football starting soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it starts, if I'm not mistaken, I think next Saturday. I'm going to pull up the schedule here in a minute. Let's see. But right. I know... Pittsburgh announced they had a playing game. They announced one of their playing games was today with Austin T, and uh, they added to their schedule, believe it or not. However. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it'll be an 11-game schedule. They open up the following week at home against Syracuse, at an ACC play the following week. So, I guess they have 10 ACC opponents and one non-conference game. So, they're allowed to add one non-conference game. Mm-hmm the FBS weekly schedule. Here we go. Uh, well, it was supposed to be September of next Saturday, this, uh, next Saturday, this, uh, actually this Saturday, however, against, uh, Marshall and East Carolina, that's all gone now. But, mm-hmm. uh, technically, we're looking right now, as of now here, the games are coming up, uh, next Thursday, however, the third, we got South Alabama, Southern Miss, Central, uh, Arkansas, UAB, as of now, and then Saturday, we got, uh, Three, only three college games next week. SMU at Texas State. Louisiana, Monroe, Troy, Stephen F. Austin at UTEP. Among others, Arkansas State, Memphis. Houston Baptist at North Texas. Middle Tennessee at Army. Eastern Kentucky at Marshall. But on Labor Day, we got BYU at Navy. That should be interesting. Mm. So, got some interesting games coming up. And the high schools, I think they're supposed to start this Friday. Some of them may have started already last week, or they're starting this week, but some of them are starting next week or in a couple weeks. I mean, that's going to be crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe news to report in here right now. Uh, oh, what about what happened in Wisconsin last night? Second night in a yeah, row. Yeah, that is insane. Possible. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend up in that neck of uh, near that area around Milwaukee, whatever. I talked to him a little bit. T- I was going to talk to him about it today. I didn't get a chance to ask him about that. But yeah, I heard about that uh, this morning. It's like, Jesus, two nights in a row. I mean, and they say they're going to try and they're going to do it again tonight, possibly. So it, it could get very, very uh, testy. But uh, definitely want to keep our uh, thoughts and uh, prayers with those people, what's going on there. And not only there, down south of what's happened with the storm. Big tropical storm hit there, too. Mm-hmm. And, and they're hitting some more of it is on the way. But, yeah, they said, I guess, uh, it's supposed to hit, uh, I guess, what was it, I guess they said, I guess it hit, it says, Laura's supposed to hit the Louisiana-Texas uh, border, maybe as early as tomorrow morning. It's a Category 3 storm, but, uh, Marco yep. made a big impact yesterday, so I mean Jesus so, a lot Yeah, that is right crazy
0: now.
1: Yep Well, we got payback this weekend Mm-hmm and It's going to be interesting to see what happens there I mean Let's take a look at the uh, card that has already been put together thus far, shall we say. Uh, where is it? Uh, here it is. And of course, the last payback we have was three years ago, held in San Jose, California, near Danny's San woods. And of course, on that card in the main event was you guys will be facing each other with the fiend this Sunday. Braun and Robert Yep. Franks. So. This time, they'll be going at it again. Same stakes, only this time it'll be no holds barred.
0: Ex- yep.
1: Oh. We also got uh, Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. That should be interesting, especially after what happened with Drew last night. Right. Apollo Cruz, Apollo Cruz versus Bobby Lashley. This title. And uh, this is one match I just I, Cringe, cringe beyond words. Even hearing. Oh, I Nia, know. Nia and knowing you. Yeah, Nia and uh, Shayna <laughs> yeah. versus Bailey and Sasha, and especially after what Shayna said about freaking uh, her last night. Honor, I said you're you're uh, bigger than Haystacks Calhoun, and you like to cause trouble. I'm surprised she didn't get any heat for that remark. But uh, I don't think they're gonna really, uh, let's just say, exchange telephone numbers and Christmas cards with each other anytime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna have. I mean, suppose. I mean, but I see happening. I mean, my buddy was saying this today. He says that don't be surprised we see retribution show up somehow, some way in the contract sign Friday. I'm like, yeah, wouldn't surprise me at all. Not surprise me mm-hmm. at all. I don't know. I just like I said before, I just, I just wish they would have been smart about this and just said, you know what? We don't need this right now. We don't want to have this pay-per-view this weekend. No events. We gotta have it. We gotta keep our uh, audience uh, excited, especially after what happened, uh, with some of the stuff over the weekend at the Performance Center on the uh, Thunderdome trial. Fans acting a little say, arrogant, or mm-hmm. slightly.
0: And you know the reason why they're doing a pay per view right now, all because out of a, coming up. Yeah,
1: all out next, yeah, all out's coming next weekend. Yeah, exactly. They're scared, scared out of their mind. Basically pissing themselves. But. Uh mm-hmm. And
0: I'm going to be honest with regards to the women's tag team titles. Mm -hmm. And like I said, for me, I said it last week. I said, Asuka's going to walk out with at least one of the belts. And the one belt she's going to walk out with is her Raw Women's Championship because I can't trust Sasha to successfully defend a singles title. And sure enough, Asuka won. And I'm just saying this, I'm hope to God this is the beginning of the end of the Golden Role Models. And I hope Sasha, I mean, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax keep that shit going. So that way, that's the, the, yeah, basically, JD, the fate of the rivalry between, the re-ignition of the rivalry between Bailey and Sasha rests on the hands of Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler this Sunday.
1: Definitely. Agreed. I I couldn't agree more. You're 100% right, yes. Speaking of which, coming up uh, Thursday, I don't know if you knew, but uh, a little history that John will bring to our attention. It actually happened, uh, I'm just trying to do my math here. Yes, 26 years ago, Shane Douglas threw down the NWA world title in 1994. The new ECW World Champion, he threw down the NWA Eastern Division Eastern title. Oh I yeah! I remember that night very well. That's why I started getting back into wrestling because there was a period for about three or four years I stopped watching, like from '89 to '93, to and actually I started watching again early '93. But really, how I didn't really, like I said, the only thing I followed was WWE. I didn't start watching like WCW again until like late '93, early '94, when Hogan started I left WWE and go to WCW, but. ECW, the first time I watched ECW, I'll never forget it, it was middle of 94, it was around, and I have the DVD now, and it's a 7-disc DVD. It's of uh, Terry Funk, however, dealing with, uh, like I said, however, with uh whole, whole thing with him and Snuka and him and uh, Shane and Sabu and all them. So that's when I started watching ECW around 94, mid-94, mid, mid 94, like 94, early 95. Mm-hmm. But, uh... This what what uh, here's an honest question. I think everyone should you know, answer this one. If Paulie is still in business today as a promoter, how would he handle the pressure of going up to war, going war to war, toe to toe with AEW? How do you think he would handle himself? Who do you think he would drag out of AEW to join up with ECW? Wait, how would
0: who would handle the pressure?
1: Paulie Heyman. How do you, which stars? Do oh, you he how would he would
0: go in, up. Right? How he would handle the pressure going up against AEW. I oh, yeah. um, think he would
1: handle.
0: I think I think Paul would have probably I think he probably would have held his own. Now, it would depend on what era we are talking about. Because if it was back in like the nineties, Paul Heyman would thrive. If it's today, I don't
1: know. I could see FTR being one of the bigger, I mean, definitely go up against, I don't know how they would handle teams like the Public Enemy or RVD and Sabu, but I think they would hold their own against teams like the Gangsters or uh, possibly uh, something like maybe, possibly Raven, Raven, I I don't know, Raven and Stevie Richards or something like that. I mean, obviously, we'd still see the comedy of the BWO, but the women, I don't know, I mean, if you would have someone like Tammy Sitch or Francine or Beulah going up against someone like Britt Baker or Anna Jay or Arashida, but uh, I could see uh, Moxley or something like that, you know, maybe go up against guys like maybe Dreamer or possibly someone like maybe, possibly uh, someone like maybe uh, RVD or something like that. Taz I think would probably, ECW. If he was in ECW, he'd be wrestling. So I can see him going up against a guy like maybe well, Taz Cortez UCW against who would he go? I'm against?
0: thinking um, someone like a um, Lance Archer.
1: Yeah, Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Lance Archer, would, Lance Archer would be a Lance. No, here's a good one. Lance Archer against 911. Brian Lee, Paul's bodyguard, if you remember back in the day. Those two could be a formidable team. They'd be good, yeah. Mm. That would be an interesting pairing. Like I said, I mean, you have some good teams there. I mean, you would have Tommy against maybe someone like maybe poss- – I could see Tommy and uh, maybe Uh, Sam going up against the Bucks or something like that. That would be a dream match right there.
0: Yeah, an extreme dream match.
1: Extreme dream match there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> RV, RVD would be uh, probably against Moxley. I could see that. They're both uh, oh,
0: yeah.
1: high flyers. I could see that. Um, uh, I would also
0: think about maybe doing Spike Dudley against um, Darby Allen.
1: Also, oh, that would be wild. Yeah, Spike and Darby with their styles? Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right, hold on, um I'll be back in a second to something quick, we'll continue as soon as a second, I'll be right back. Oh, okay. I back, And then your announced team would be Tony, Joey Styles, and Jr. Oh, shit. That would be your dream team. And then watch Cyrus show up somehow. Hell yeah. Ger- and then get Cyrus and Gertner involved somehow. I don't know. Cyrus could probably be taken out by Taz, choked out by him. Gertner, I think, would be in the back doing his thing that Alex Marvarez would be doing right now. Unless oh, yeah. Anything. But, uh... Oh, this is a good one. The Dudleys versus FTR. Or teaming Ooh. up with FTR against or at least teaming up with FTR against maybe say the best friends and uh, possibly maybe uh, someone like best friends in uh, who would you put in Big the ring?
0: Natural Born Thrillers?
1: Hmm. Yeah, or actually uh, the
0: Total Eliminators.
1: Yes. Coronas and Saturn. Coronas and Saturn, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, Raven. Actually, you just uh, you just hit the nail on the head with Darby. What about Darby? Uh, let's see, Darby, Raven, and Spike. You do that. Shit. Those three would tear each other apart. I mean, Raven in his style, Spike in his crazy goofy style, Darby in his style. You can you could create a new whole new title right then and there. The AEW slash ECW. Uh. Uh hardcore title, right there. Yep. Something like that. You could do something like that. That'd be, that'd be very, very unique if you go that way.
0: Exactly.
1: And like I said, I mean, let's see, you can do Daly's Place, you can do the Arena, you can do the Battalion Hall in Queens, near your area. What else can you uh, do shows? You can do the Odium. that. Uh, the, yeah, you can do the rave in Milwaukee. So that's four venues right there. You can do shows. Um, I used to do a couple shows here in Pittsburgh. I remember. So you can do a couple, one or two here in Pittsburgh. Um, I have to talk to Chad about this. Maybe on Thursday. I'm gonna have to ask him about this because this this could be a scenario where we could put the ultimate ECW AEW dream Car together. Hmm. So I don't know. I'll discuss it with him. But uh, see what else we got um, on right now uh, in the world today. I'm uh, just seeing right now what we got. Uh, da 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 da. Uh, oh my. Hold on a Alright, I'm back. Justin says he's oh, gonna okay. squeak Justin's coming on. I just gotta send him the uh I gotta send him something. Oh okay. But yeah, I mean I told him we were talking about the uh hold on. Okay, oh second. All right, there we go. And his birthday's actually a week from tomorrow. Who's? Justin's. Oh, yeah. Actually, you guys... uh, My
0: my birthday's from Thursday. From
1: Wednesday. Yeah, a week from Thursday. So you both are... uh... Yeah, you guys are. My uh, girlfriend's Tuesday. Like I said his is on say yours is next Thursday. And yeah, it's crazy.
0: That's crazy.
1: Oh yeah, big time. But uh, let's see here, what did my friend do this time? <laughs> let's see uh, do, 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 do. yeah let's see birthdays today tino sabatelli was yesterday let's see birthdays today in the sports world we got on, let's take a look here albert bell celebrating a birthday today 54 Marvin harrison 48 And, uh, Raleigh Fingers, 74. So, happy birthday Mm to them. Let's see here. dope. Nice. And yes, just to let you all know, ladies and gentlemen, John's uh, referring to John, John Gross, ladies and gentlemen. He, of course, now has his, let's just say, pull up, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, for payback. And casher votes now are eight spots. Oh, early, shit. Spots yeah. Right now, we can tell you that... Justin and I are number 7 and 8. Justin Carter is number 5. Number 4 is Antonio Gutierrez. The number 3 entries are SummerSlam champion Anthony Chobot. John May is number 2. And at number 1, Ayala Peters draws numero uno. So sign up now before it's too late, ladies and gentlemen. You definitely want to check that out. But yes, coming up tonight at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, join Chad and the rest of the gang, however, as it will be revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, we will have a lot to talk about, including the aftermath of the Saturday Night Show, Sunday Show, and Monday Night Raw. The fun begins with the caller ID, 138055-POUND. John will be supplying the birthdays and dates to you, of course. I will be not with you all tonight, unfortunately, but I will be back in the saddle, as they say, coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. So you definitely want to hear... On me tomorrow night, and I will have a lot to say on Friday night, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, with my predictions as far as payback goes. So, you definitely. Uh, we also want to send uh, our get well wishes to one of our other big men of the panel, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only King of Clubs, ladies and gentlemen, who is under the weather as we speak. However, the one and only Mitt Patel, Mitt, get well. We hope that you will be back with us before the week is out. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to have you this Friday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, right before uh, you want to start your last week of August, let's just say in a big way, however, and begin uh, the pre- before next weekend's Labor Day, the pre-Labor Day weekend, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. But it's not Labor Day next week, but it is in two weeks, Mm -hmm. you definitely want to check out the WCW Sports Machine. Shaq, myself, Justin, Mitt, Fonzie, and the rest of the game will be on this Friday. You do not want to miss it. We hope to be on with you either around 4 or 4.30. We're going to have a lot to talk about, including the PGA Tour, Tiger Woods playing once again, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, in golf action this week in Chicago at the BMW. Also, we'll have an update on the NBA and also NHL playoffs, so you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes. We'll have a lot to talk about. But uh, other than that, I mean, we hope to hear uh, some point here in a few minutes, hopefully, from uh, Justin, but if not, that's okay. We will hopefully be hearing from him later this evening. Also, right. Uh, Let's see. Oops. Don't mind me. Update also what's going on right in, right in the sports world. Uh, right now it is Utah leading at halftime, 63-54, and Boston and Tampa are tied at one-all at the end of the first period. So very going on there, if you will. Okay, this is interesting. Apparently, I guess the American Athletic Conference, Conference USA made a similar announcement, says that they will move their non-football fall sports to spring like soccer, volleyball, and cross country. Possibly football too, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh here we go. Okay. Ball rating, however. A one five this week. Even it or not. Hmm. They were one two last week, but they went up to a one five this week, however. So Indeed. At least them at there's some encouragement there. Up. Yeah. Hold on a 2nd Okay. I'm trying to do something on my computer, so bear with me, your people. Anything else we could discuss?
0: Um I don't really have too much left to discuss. At least not right now. I might I think whatever I might wanna discuss, I may try to save it for a revolution, if anything.
1: All right. Um take
0: us home. All right. So with that means with that, it's time I felt like it's time to bid you all adieu as we both start to get ready and pass the baton to chat to Mr. WCW US as he will get ready for revolution in less in a little less than an hour. So for the Iceman, Jared J D Yamo, I am the Los Canes Shakil Cocepus. Is signing off on signing off on WCWS. Must visited, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?"
1: Lucky in line at the deli, I
0: guess. Ah In my dentist's office.